Hey everyone, and welcome to our last episode of season one of Mom Friends. We're so thrilled that we got to do this podcast and that you have really enjoyed it and shared it and reviewed it. We could not be more thankful. Today for our last episode, we're going to give a little bit of a sleep update for our own kids, and we're going to talk a little bit about yours. So we hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Mom Friends Podcast, where we'll chat about all things motherhood with real-life experts and moms. We're your hosts, Rachel and Kara Ann. So grab a coffee and throw in some headphones and come relate, laugh, and vent with your two new mom friends. Hey mamas, Rachel and Kara Ann here. We are going to do a little sleep update for the first time um, for, yeah, how Sage and Noe have been sleeping lately. I'm so excited because... I recently started a new highlight on my page called sleep stories where people can write in and tell me like how their sleep has just kind of naturally progressed without sleep training. Um, because as you guys know, like Kara Ann and I are both sleep training dropouts and now I, you know, work hard to support families who choose not to sleep train. And one of the things that I just want to continue to be super loud and vocal about is that babies don't actually have to be trained to sleep. They will all get there eventually. Some get there much more quicker, much more quickly, and others take a little bit longer than we would like. Um, but as long as there's no like medical reason or something that's a real red flag, yes, babies will all be able to sleep through the night unsupported eventually. So it's really just a matter of time and it's just developmental. So I love having this highlight where people can kind of go and see real stories from real parents where it's like, yeah, we didn't sleep train. We just kind of did our thing and this is what's happening. So why don't you start telling us about little Sage? Yeah. So I was going to say, I was going to say, I can vouch for this because it actually just happened to me. And I was starting to be like, is this ever going to happen? Is it ever going to happen? And then it did. And I can't even remember what it was like before. And it hasn't even been that long. So amazing. Sage is 19 months now. And I would say this probably happened maybe a month, month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nick was actually out of town for work and Sage, I woke up at like 5.30 and I was like, what happened? Like, she and you just slept up. right through. I mean, I think I woke up actually, I think I woke up around 1230, which she usually wakes up between, it was like between 1230 and 230. Yeah. And I woke up, like went to the bathroom, went back to sleep. And I kind of remember being like a little nervous because I was like, Oh, I'm just like waiting for it. Right. Um, but I somehow fell back asleep and then I woke up at five 30 and looked at the phone and I was like, Oh my gosh, like she didn't wake up. So I couldn't believe it. I was like texting my mom, my sisters, Nick. I was like, you will not believe what happened. <laughs> so then he was gone the next night again. It happened again. I was two like, nights in a row. No way. It happened two nights in a row. And then Nick comes back and she woke up and he's oh like, well, goodness. I'm the jinx. He was like, I'm the jinx. It's me. And I was like, yeah, well, you can't get away with being gone all the time because I need your help. So yeah, exactly. Uh, nice try. But then it was kind of like, it was kind of like she would sleep for two nights, wake up once okay. sleep for a few nights, wake up. But what we actually ended up doing, so she was still waking up and I was still nursing her at night to get her mm-hmm. back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, when she did that for two nights in a row, I was like, you know what? She probably doesn't actually need to nurse overnight. She doesn't right. probably need the calories, but it's the only way she goes back to sleep for me because mm-hmm. that's all the only thing I've ever done. So I was like, you know what, Nick, you're going to have to take one for the team for the next few weeks. I was like, let's just see what happens if you go in, like, see if you can soothe her. Yep. 
sure enough, Rachel, he went in and he would get her back to sleep in like five to 10 minutes. Nah, what would I he do? I was so mad. I was like, I've been doing this for 18 months and sometimes <laughs> I'm up for two hours. And like, do you mean to tell me this is all we had to do all along? I mean, I'm sure not. It probably wouldn't. She probably wasn't ready for it before right. this time. But um, he would, but he would just pick her up and like sing and just like rock her and she Aww. would just fall back asleep. And then now so occasionally she, I mean, so she's, again, it, this has probably been going on for the last like four to six weeks. And I mean, she'll go even like five nights, six nights, then she'll have one night that she wakes up, but Nick just goes in and sometimes she doesn't even stand up in the crib anymore. He can just like pat her no way. and she goes back to sleep. It's wild. I mean, she doesn't go to sleep that easily, right. but um, in the middle of the night, she just mixed up the other night she woke up and he went in there and I mean, I was like, what did, did she just pat her back? And he was like, no, she didn't want to be touched. She just wanted to know I was there. He just like laid on the floor next to the crib and she fell right back asleep. Oh so, um, like, I'm just here to say, like, I'm sorry, there's no secret trick or anything magic that I could tell you. <laughs> I know, right. To do. I'm like, I wish that I could be like, yes, we tried this thing and it was amazing, but she just was ready. And it's so actually cool. funny because I was telling someone, you know, people that, I know ask me all the time how Sage sleeps because I know she doesn't sleep through the night and um I told this mom I was like oh yeah she's sleeping now and they were like oh wow what did you do and I was like nothing, nothing. like she's just yeah. started sleeping and they were like you're kidding me you didn't change anything and I was like no she just did it two nights in a row on her own and they were like wow it's almost like she sleep trained herself <laughs> and I was like <laughs> I'm like okay so that um this happened for her at 18 months because I do hear from so many parents that all of a sudden, like at this age, things start to kind of click. Um, so I just love that. And I know that if you are the parent of a really little baby, <laughs> it probably seems like, oh my God, I can't wait 18 months for this to happen. And I promise like, it does not take that long for some it takes longer for others. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so great. And I love, love, love that Nick is able to go in and soothe her. I'm like still kind of waiting for that to happen with us. Like, I don't know. She's just so, so attached to me, especially right now. It seems like, um, that, you know, it's still kind of all on me, even if I'm not going to be breastfeeding her, like she only really wants me. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I know that a lot of other parents feel like that's a hard thing to deal with too, when the baby has such like a strong, strong preference for one parent. For sure. Well, I was going to say, you know, Nick did when we were, I only remember this because like the time frame because it was when we were back in Cincinnati at my parents' house and we were there from September through January. And a few times Nick would try to go in because she was waking up so many times. And that's when like the split nights were happening and it was so rough for a while. And she was not, she would not let Nick put her back down then. So I mean, yeah, it's been a few months since then, but just kind of, yeah, again, it's like, we just kind of followed her lead and now like she totally goes to sleep for Nick. So let's just try to offer, I guess I'm with that. I was just trying to offer reassurance that things can change. Like it just takes a little bit of time. True. So like, don't let it discourage you. Um, just keep trying. And the more you involve that other parent or that other partner, um, and make it like part of the regular routine, I think can really help too. like, just don't get super discouraged. Don't give up. Um, keep giving them that opportunity and keep giving your baby that opportunity because they do grow and change and their preferences change and stuff all the time. Yeah. 
And I know we also worry that if baby nurses to sleep or feeds throughout the night, that nobody's ever going to be able to do it. Um, but I promise that that's not necessarily the case. Um, you know, Otto fed to sleep forever and still slept through the night on his own when he was ready. So um, it can definitely happen. Yes. I also wanted to debunk the myth because I know you get this all the time. And we've all heard the stories that your baby will only be able to go back to sleep based off the way you put them to sleep or whatever. So if you nurse your baby to sleep, they won't be able to put themselves back to sleep without nursing. So I just want to say I am proof that that is not the case because babe still nurses to sleep for nap and bedtime. And Amazing. I mean, she's sleeping through the night slash allowing Nick to put her back to sleep. And my husband is not breastfeeding. <laughs> so you're saying that it's not necessarily the case that they need that, right? Yes. Yeah, so I am still nursing Noe to sleep for naps and for nighttime. Um, so I'll just go into her little update now. So she, as most of you guys know, and I have a highlight on my Instagram about her like sleep journey. She's been bed sharing mostly full time with us since she was about four months. Um, and uh, but for the last like several months, she's been going down uh, to sleep at bedtime um, in her crib around 8, 8.30, the same time Otto goes down, which is really nice. And then uh, lately, she's been making it until about midnight before waking. So she's doing a nice four-hour stretch. So, you know, that means that she is fully capable of cycling through a few sleep cycles, you know, at least two, three, four sleep cycles before... Um, waking and actually needing something and, and calling out to us. Um, and she will cry. Um, but you know, she knows where she is. She's just crying for me and she usually wants to have a feed. Um, so it's usually easier for me to just bring her into the bed, but, um, yeah, it's so funny that they, they obviously know where they are. So, you know, to kind of dispel another myth that if you, you know, feed your baby to sleep, put them down in their crib, sleeping instead of awake, that they're going to just wake up and completely <laughs> freak out and not know what's going on and yeah I heard someone say that's like of course not like yes if you went to sleep somewhere and like woke up somewhere in a completely strange environment like that would be startling but your child knows their crib or their other sleep environment they're not like alarmed like if you fell asleep on the couch and your husband your spouse or partner carried you into the bed like you wouldn't wake up and be like ah, where am I like <laughs> Like you would recognize that you were in <laughs> Exactly. Just gives them like no credit whatsoever for having any awareness whatsoever. It's so funny. Um, but it's like we were talking about drowsy but awake this week. Like it works for some, you know. Still kind of, I will say that she's kind of allowing me to lay her in the crib a little more like oh, not fully awake, but she's not. Yeah, she's not fully asleep and so I'll lay her in the crib she rolls onto her tummy and then I'll just kind of rub her back and she likes me to sing to her so I'll rub her back and like sometimes I stop and just put my hand on her back and she's like she's like ma 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 so I'm like okay you want me to rub your back so I'm like I she likes her back being rubbed and then she likes me to sing and then I like slowly I'll like rub and then I'll, when I think she's kind of falling asleep I'll like take a pause with my hands steady and then I'll go back yeah, and then I'm slowly, and then, yeah, and then to take it off, I'll, like, do pauses. I'll, like, take it off for a second, and then I put my hand back on, and then, yeah, it's, like, until she's calm, and then I just kind of sneak out. So, yeah. She, That's great. It's almost like a double-edged sword, because I think if I just let her nurse until she fell asleep all the way, it would almost take me 
it would be less time than laying her in the crib. But I think it's good. Like sometimes I think now she doesn't want to fall asleep nursing. Like she seems to want to go into the crib. Like it's taking a little more time, I think, but it's probably building it's help. It's, I think it's like progressing us. Right. I guess. Totally. And that's why I say like drowsy, but awake is not inherently bad. And lots of babies get to that point where they're kind of over being rocked or over being fed. And they're like, you know, pointing to the crib or wanting to get in there and kind of get comfy. And that's awesome. Like that's exactly how you start to work towards that independent bedtime and sleep. So yeah, Noe will do that once in a while where she'll kind of let me put her down um, without being totally asleep. And usually when I transfer her, she's not like dead, dead asleep the way she was when she had to be, you know, much younger. Um, you know, she's kind of aware that she's being put down in the crib and she'll definitely let me know like if she's not ready and she'll, you know, flip over and kind of start to cry or, you know, crawl up or, um, want me to pick her up again. But then, you know, there are those times where I can just like feel that she's settled and like, I can feel that she's not nursing anymore actively. You know, she's, She's definitely asleep and I can transfer her. And then when I do put her down, she'll kind of roll over and be totally content to fall asleep on her belly, um, which is fine for babies that can get there on their own. So yeah, it's kind of, you know, a little bit different every night and that's okay. And, you know, I just have such a healthier relationship with my baby's sleep this time around since she's my second. And, you know, I just kind of can trust the process and know that she'll get there. And I think really letting go of those expectations kind of, and even like, I almost hesitate to even have said Sage's age, because like we said, it will happen for everyone so differently. So just try not to be so, it's so hard when you're in it. I mean, I remember so many nights being like, what is wrong? Like, why is this not working? But, you know, it's just, it just is what it is. They're little people. Um, so it's hard, but something that really helped me, and I think you did this too, Rachel, was like just putting my, I have like wireless headphones and I would put those on even in the middle of the night. I would like pick a podcast out before I went to bed. And then I would just pop in my earbud and I would go in and I would press play. And it would just like give me something to like, just help me like stay calm and feel like I was not totally alone. And I was doing something um, other than just, you know, sitting there by myself. So yeah. Totally. I do. I don't really do it anymore since we're bed sharing and she'll usually settle back pretty quickly once she's in bed with us. Um, but yeah, in the newborn days I did that and it was so, so helpful. I got like fun audiobooks or yeah, would listen to podcasts or listen to like comedy. Um, and it just really helped pass the time in a more pleasurable way. And I'll still do that. Like when I'm nursing her to sleep, it's great. When Sage was a super, super newborn, I, I'm like really not a TV watcher, but I would watch, and this wouldn't really work now because I think the screen, like the light would be too distracting, but when she was so little, she was so sleepy, I could get away with it for a little bit. I watched the Great Great British Baking Show on Netflix. Oh my gosh, yes. Because it was just so like, I don't know, those, those hormones were so all over the place, but it was so, they're so like cheery and it's so light and happy and I would, I like loved it. They're accents are so just so endearing I loved it we watched that so much when Otto was a newborn we would watch it till like 2 a.m it was so so good I agree just like a feel-good show that's like light and helps you pass the time is perfect just heartwarming or something totally so everyone I hope that us sharing a little bit about you know our own sleep journeys and talking about it on Instagram um, I hope it just gives you a little bit of comfort and helps you realize that you are not alone. 
your baby is not the only baby that's not sleeping through the night, even if they're a year or two years old. They're doing just fine, most likely, and you are doing great. So we just want to give you this little bit of encouragement and just let you know that you're doing an amazing job by supporting your baby and kind of just letting their natural development unfold. Um, so you're doing amazing. Great job. You're doing great. <laughs> hang in there. Yeah, hang in there. Um, so now I thought it would be fun to read a couple of submissions from my Instagram community to just hear a couple other perspectives about how babies have started to sleep through the night kind of on their own. So I'll read a couple of those now. So one of you just told me that your baby, your daughter started sleeping through the night about 8.45 p.m. to 6 a.m. Um, for the first time ever at 10 and a half months uh, the other night. So there was no sleep training. She nurses to sleep at bedtime every single night. And um, you said that up until six or seven months was up at least three or four times a night every single night with frequent split nights and bouts where she wouldn't let us put her back down in the crib. That gradually dropped to three night wakes, then two, then one wake most nights. We've always responded to her night wakings with nursing or with your husband going in to rock and resettle her when needed. Then you said that there were absolutely times when I wondered if we would ever get here, but I never felt right not going in when she wanted or needed uh, me. And I have no regrets at all about doing so. So congratulations. So exciting. Another one of you just messaged me uh, earlier today. We're recording this on Sunday. Um, and you said that um, you have a nine month old and you said, I had to message you because we've been having a tough month with sleep and she really hasn't gotten chunks past three hours since the four month progression. Last night, I was watching the monitor about two hours after she went to bed. I saw her stir, sit up, look around, lay down, and find her pacifier, and then settled herself back to sleep. No crying or calling out for us, and then she slept a total of five hours, uh, which um, you guys know is sleeping through the night. Technically, from a re research standpoint, sleeping through the night is really actually defined as five or six hours at a stretch, so I count that for sure. Congratulations. Today is from Dawn. She says, Rachel, thank you so much for your account. My baby was a great sleeper up until seven months and then started waking every one to two hours. I am the lone holdout among everyone I know resisting sleep training. Even the moms in my mom group who were anti-sleep training finally did it. After a couple months, we started getting longer stretches and now at 10 months, she slept 10 hours straight last night through the night. You made me feel less alone and normalized with what we were going through. Dawn, I'm so happy to hear that. I hope that this is the start of a great streak for you guys. As you know, sleep is never linear. So even if you have a baby that sleeps through the night at a very young age, it doesn't mean they will forever. And even if you have a baby that's nine or 10 months that's never done it, it doesn't mean they won't. So again, they all get there in their own time. If you like hearing about these stories, I do have a whole highlight of them on my Instagram at HeySleepyBaby. And thank you all so, so much for joining us for this last episode of the season. We loved sharing our sleep updates with you and love that we are able to share them all with each other on Instagram. So we will see you on Instagram. You can always reach out to us through our websites or through our emails, which are in the show notes. And we really, really appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. You've been listening to Mom Friends. Tune in weekly for new episodes and interviews with us. You can subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. And please leave us a rating and review. Find Rachel on Instagram at HeySleepyBaby and Kara Ann at Bloom Baby Wellness.